Now, do you still have your utility belt? Yeah. <laughs> What's on your utility belt nowadays? How's your PC? Well, I will rotate the camera so you can see the tower. Can you see the tower? I can. It uh showed up on Monday, and I picked it up on Tuesday. Oh, how big of a case is it? It's big. Oh, yeah. Oh, it looks empty. Yeah, it is empty. I haven't put it together yet. Cool. Is it open on the side? Yeah, it's got like a window, so I'll be able to see in. I remember in the past you had asked me about fans. The case uh-huh. actually has two fans built into it. And then my GPU even has a small fan built into it. Excellent. So I think that addresses all of my fan base needs. The case has like a, it's matte black with some red accents, so it matches my, uh, my red and black headphones. How to accessorize and stylize, right? Right, right. You're getting ready for that character customization. Oh, you know it. Yeah, so the case is here. Any other parts? Actually, everything's here. Oh, okay. Just finding the time to assemble. Right. So everything was here by, like, Thursday of last week. Except for the case, which came Monday, but I didn't grab it from the mailroom until Tuesday. Gotcha. Yeah, everything's still boxed up, sitting on top of a shelf. How long do you think it'll take you to assemble? I asked my friend who's done this sort of thing before. He said it's, like, four or five hours for assembly. Okay. Gotcha, just troubleshooting and making sure all the stuff's plugged in and installed properly. Right, especially if it's your first time. Gotcha. I mean, it can't be that hard, though, right? (laughs) (laughs) Do you put in your own CPU, or is it already installed into the motherboard? My CPU's a separate piece. Okay, so that part will probably take a bit of time to make sure you don't bend any of the little legs, the little contacts, uh, wires on them. And you gotta like line it up and don't static it and all that stuff. So that might take a while. The rest of the wiring though, I could, I could see that not being so bad. Now, you know about BIOS and stuff, right? I know your computer has a, it's like a, a system in it thing. <laughs> yeah. I have a, I, you know, maybe. <laughs> not yeah. really. Leave okay. me alone. It's okay. So yeah, you'll have to like set up the boot order and stuff. So you can tell it what to boot from first when the operating system's coming up. What operating system did you choose? So I wanted to put Windows 10 on it because that's the newest one. But you can't just buy Windows 10. Really? At least through the school. You have to have another up system and then upgrade to 10. So I tried to buy Windows 10, and they're like, well, you can buy the upgrade. But I have Windows 7, so I'm going to install 7. And then update 7 as far as I need to, and then upgrade to 10. That makes sense. That could eat up a lot of time. I assume you're, you've got like a Wi-Fi, uh, Wi-Fi. I do not have a wireless card. Oh. So I'm actually, I've got, um. Got an Ethernet port at least? Yeah. Okay, cool. There's one on the motherboard, I'm pretty sure. Cool deal. Or something like that. But yeah, I don't have a wireless card. I might end up getting one, but I imagine the wired connection will just be better. And I'm pretty sure I have like a 10 foot Ethernet cable from when I used to salvage cables <laughs> from the uh, 
the dump and run. Uh. <laughs> Do you remember that uh, that mouse that I salvaged from dump and run? <laughs> I still use it every day. <laughs> Best treasure ever. Let's see. That's been for it's at least six years old, and I dug it out of the trash basically. One man's trash, one man's treasure. Do you remember that jacket I found on the ground? <laughs> I still wear that too. <laughs> been practicing homeless person. <laughs> and your hammer. Mm-hmm. What 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 was the name of your hammer? Originally, it was Barack Obama. <laughs> This summer, when we were using it to put up tents, because my little sister graduated from high school, so we did a party, my younger sister suggested that instead of calling it Barack Obama, we call it Barack Obama. It's like break, like you break things with a hammer. Gotcha. Now, how did you find that hammer? President Obama was on campus like 17 times. That's an exaggeration. (laughs) Sounds about right. And I was walking across the grass on one of our large grassy spaces, and I found a hammer just <laughs> lying in the grass, and I concluded that it was from the uh, the people who had been setting up the tents for the president. Uh-huh. So I put it in my bag, and I took it. Now, do you still have your utility belt? Yeah. <laughs> What's on your utility belt nowadays? Nowadays, uh, I've got keys mm-hmm. and a multi-tool. And a pocket knife. And there's one more thing. Multi-tool pocket. No, that's it. But then in my pocket, I usually have a flash drive and a tape measure and some <laughs> pens. And then if I'm, like, hiking in the jungle, I also have, like, an 8-inch knife that I put on, on my belt, too, for jungle activities. <laughs> jungle activities. What uh, might you need such a large knife for? Uh, defending yourself from animals. <laughs> Ah. Mostly scorpions. Scorpions? Yeah. I got into a lot of knife fights with scorpions, and I always won. <laughs> you you got in a knife fight with a scorpion? The scorpion also has a knife? Well, no. He has pincers. And a poisonous stinger. Have I never told you the story of my first scorpion encounter when I was in <laughs> Panama? No. So, every week we would have a half day. Uh-huh. And uh, we would go into town and whatnot and then come back in the evening, sometimes pretty late, 8, 9, 10 o'clock. So I came back around 10, and I had to use the bathroom. And there's no electricity, mind you, so I've got a flashlight on my utility belt while uh-huh. I'm in the jungle. So I walk into the bathroom, and I shine my light around, and I see a gecko. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's just a gecko. Geckos are not a problem. So I shine my light, bathroom's good, sit down, I begin to defecate. You know, it's all right. It's going good. And then I feel like the weight of a small animal land on my, it was my left shoulder. And I'm like, oh, that gecko must have fallen. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. So I like go to brush the gecko off because it's just a gecko. They're not a problem. And the the creature crawls over to my other shoulder. Mm-hmm. And that is when I notice that it has far too many legs to be a gecko. <laughs> I feel way too many footsteps. Right. And so I'm sitting here thinking, all right, there is a potentially, you know, large animal on my shoulder right now that has more legs than a gecko. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking really big spider, giant cockroach, scorpion. Yeah. 
So I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'm just going to pull it off. So with lightning reflexes, I reach over, snatch the scorpion, and throw it onto the ground. I did not get stunned because I'm that good. <laughs> just natural athleticism. Right. So the scorpion begins to, like, race towards me because they're, they don't like to be thrown, most likely. And uh, so I put my boot on it. I, like, stomp down on it with my boot, and I kind of lean into it a little bit. And I'm having one of those, like, yeah, humans triumphing over animals moment. I have good <laughs> nature, everything that it's thrown at me. And it's, like, stinging my boot, too, which I wear, you know, hiking boots, especially mm-hmm. when I'm in the jungle. So it's not actually harming me in any way, but the tail is just going at it. So I kind of lean into it a little bit with my foot. I'm like, all right, this little guy's dead. So I lift my foot, and it is not dead. It is so far from being dead, and it is still coming at me with a vengeance, right? So I stomp on it again and pull out my trusty knife, because you always have your knife, because the jungle is full of things, and I cut it in half. You... Chop it right in half. Yep, chopped it in half. Uh, so now there's a uh, now there's a two tail. scorpions. <laughs> now there's a tail of a scorpion, and then there's a front of a scorpion with pincers, which I lift my foot off of. The front part is still very upset, so I crush him a little more, but the the dangerous tail part is gone. And that was my first major scorpion encounter in the jungle of Panama. Wow. So you were going to go to the bathroom, <laughs> and then a scorpion just happens to be on you. I didn't realize that they could survive being crushed. Like, their carapace must be yes, really rigid, man. Dang, heavy-duty scorpion. How many more scorpions have you run into? Um, Let's see. We found one in someone's shoe at 5 o'clock in the morning. I killed that. We found one, like, taking a nap under a bowl in the kitchen. I killed that. At least three or four other ones. So, several. The memorable ones were in the shoe and in the kitchen <laughs> and in the bathroom. But there were some other ones, like, in an office, just kind of chilling out, ready to sting you. This seems to be happening inside. How, how, how did they get inside? Well, I actually just lived in a very large tent-like structure. And the uh, the roof of the bathroom, which is more of a, like, traditional building is made of grass. Oh, okay, so they could, like... Just crawl in through the thing. Do you know what kind of scorpions you were killing? No, I do not. The kind that were trying to kill me. (laughs) What what else is on your list of exotic animal encounters while in the jungle? Bothrops asper. Bothrops asper. Is that one animal or two? That is one animal. That is the Latin name of the fer de lance. Yes, that totally clears up my question. <laughs> it is a venomous snake. Oh, okay. Gotcha. A venomous snake that is well known for, like, chasing people and harming them. What does it look like? Uh, well, it's a pit viper. Uh, it's camouflaged, and it looks oh. mean. Jeez. The Panamanians refer to it as equis, which means X's, because it kind of has an X-like pattern along its back. And they can be up to like two meters long at least, maybe three meters at the biggest. I looked up pit viper, and one of the 
Like, there's totally a diamondback rattlesnake popping up. I don't know if diamondbacks are a pit viper. But I see what you mean. It's kind of got, like, a very distinct head. Yes. Well, here, I will send you... And there's one attacking a frog. And there's, like, one that looks like a banana. (laughs) He's all yellow. That's terrifying. I love bananas. Ooh, yeah, he looks mean. Yes, they have very mean-looking faces. Not that that makes them mean. You know, accents the, uh... The deadliness. (laughs) Yeah. Wow, their fangs are really big. So do you guys have lots of anti-venom, um, when you were out there? No, we had no anti-venom. Oh. Anti-venom is very expensive. And we were approximately 45-minute drive away from the nearest hospital. Do you know if you got bit, if you would have survived? Probably. You have a solid four hours. Before, like, necrosis just before, takes over yeah, kills Before, yeah, there's, like, really severe damage. But, you know, not getting bit is always the better option. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, on a number of occasions when we encountered these... I, uh, valiantly killed them. (laughs) But with a machete, because an eight-inch knife is not long enough to kill something that can kill you with venom. Probably not enough weight, too, right? Oh, definitely enough weight. My knife is awesome. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I could have definitely cut one of these snakes with it. The problem is the snake would have bitten me in the process. Sorry, Ben's knife, I did not mean to offend your weight. (laughs) Yeah, my knife is totally weighty enough to kill such a snake. I'm just too slow. Don't blame my knife. You ran into scorpions, and this guy here, Mr. Snake. Mm -hmm. What uh, other creepy crawly jungle critters? Some very large spiders, like golden orb weavers. Golden Orb Weaver. That sounds like a magic card. It probably should be if it isn't, which are uh, fairly large, like almost the size of your hand. Yeah, I see what you mean. Their legs stretched out, and their abdomen is huge. And uh, they build webs sometimes five or six feet across a trail, so like every day you'd have to go through with a stick and clear out the giant spider webs. Okay, so they're very prolific web builders. Oh, yes. But not particularly dangerous. I see one attacking a bird. That is something that they could do. Okay, so these are, like, really close to, like, uh, what is it? Shelob from Lord of the Rings. (laughs) Oh, definitely. But they weren't really a problem. They were just kind of frightening for some people. Well, I would definitely want to make sure I stepped on all of them. Wow, those things are freaky. I also discovered spider vision while I was in Panama, which was a horrible revelation. Spider vision? Yes. You know how some animals have, like, an eye shine? It's like a cat, if you shine a light at it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spiders have that, too. Oh, But times like a thousand? (laughs) Well, yeah. So the thing is, you don't notice it unless the light is at an appropriate angle. Okay. Oh, we went out one morning with my friend, and he had a headlamp on, and I was carrying a more traditional flashlight. Flashlight. He kept saying, there's a spider. 
there's a spider. And he was pointing him out eight, ten feet away. Small spiders. And every time we would go up and he would be right. And I was trying to figure out how he was spotting these penny-sized spiders in the grass from ten feet away. And then I realized that if you, if I held my head, my flashlight up near my forehead, the angles worked out so I could suddenly see every spider within the beam of light. These little glowing green points of light looking at me. The light reflecting out of their eyes instead of being that, that kind of like faded white amber color that dogs and cats have. Mm-hmm, yeah. It's green? Well, for these spiders, these it was spiders green. green. It's possible other spiders would be other colors. Yeah, once you realize how many spiders are actually around you <laughs> at any given time, it's mildly terrifying. So don't go in the jungle if you're afraid of spiders, huh? Or just don't look too closely at the jungle. You can walk ignorantly, happily through the forest. And this was all in Panama? Yeah. Were there any other cool animals that you ran into when you were in, you were in, not Somalia, you were in uh, Indonesia? I saw a big monitor lizard once in Malaysia. Ooh, water monitor? I'm not sure what kind of monitor, but it was like a meter long. How are monitors different than just other lizards? Do you know? I think it has something to do with the posture when they walk. Okay, like their gait? That, and there's some recent evidence that they might actually have, like, proto-venom. Proto-venom? Yes. So for a long time, Komodo dragons were described as having a toxic bite where they would bite you, and the bite wound would regularly get disinfected because their mouth was full of bacteria. Uh-huh. But further evidence suggests that they actually have something similar to snake venom, but not as complex, oh. and that they, it's part of their saliva. Okay, so where before they thought it was just their mouth so nasty that when they bite you, you get infected. It's that they have a precursor to venom or like a simpler form of poison? Yes. Now, poison and venom, right? Poisonous... Things can be poisonous, but those are plants, right? Well, no, animals can be poisonous as well. Oh, I thought animals were venomous. If it bites you, Uh and that causes you harm, then it's venom. Uh So, like, snakes are venomous. Poison excreted from the mouth. Well, it's a poison that is dangerous when injected. Okay, so stingers would be venomous, too, on a scorpion. Finger on a scorpion. But if I were to take a cup of venom and pour it onto my hand, as long as I didn't have any open wounds, it wouldn't do anything. Okay, so it wouldn't rip your skin apart and hurt you. Right. Now, poison is something that if I eat it, then Uh I will suffer bad effects. Okay, so ingesting it. Right. Ingesting poison is bad. Injecting venom is bad. So an animal could be poisonous if you ate it. Right. So like a monarch butterfly is poisonous. Dendrobates, poison dart frogs are poisonous. Toads. You don't lick toads because they're poisonous. (laughs) Mildly poisonous, but still poisonous. That's cool. I always thought it plants were poisonous. I mean, plants can be poisonous. And that animals were venomous, but that makes more sense. So venom is like something that is like an offensive or defensive type think one animal injects into another. 
Mm -hmm. So what about stuff like poison ivy, right? That's just poison, right? But if it touches your skin, it causes, like, reactions to boils. and. Hmm. I'm not sure. Because I think that's an allergic reaction, which is why some people don't break out nearly as badly because they're less allergic. Oh, man, there's a spider eating a duck. <laughs> What's the hardest animal that you had to kill <laughs> while protecting yourself in the wild? I mean, definitely the uh, the venomous snakes. What, what about them makes them difficult? Uh, they're the most dangerous, and they move very quickly sometimes. Okay, so they got, like, really fast reaction. Mm-hmm. And then after you've killed them, they still move around for, like, half an hour. Really? Yes. It takes that long to bleed out, or just that their nervous system? What's going on there? Uh, probably a combination of those, but I decapitated snakes, and the body would still move for 20-30 minutes. Not even just wiggling, like if you poke it, it would respond. Oh, like it would whip? Mm-hmm. And the head would still try to bite for a few minutes after, too. Wow. So, once you've cut the head off of a snake, give it, you know, at least five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's animal survival guide. Give it about a little five minutes. 